It's Monday, September 11th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The rise of AI, trillions on the horizon, and CEOs on the bench. AI in action, unprecedented innovations in taxation, medicine, and pathology. And CISA is green-lighted to counter misinformation. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. My inbox of stories is super heavy on AI, so let's start our week there. Start with why there's so much chatter. Money. In a new report from Crunchbase, one in four investment dollars this year has gone to startups using AI, with AI's share of funding dollars averaging around 12% between 2018 and 2022, before rocketing up to 26% in 2023. The report also suggests that AI may become a given in the tech industry. Tech analysts are optimistic about the impact of generative AI on the future of the enterprise, with McKinsey estimating that it could add trillions of dollars annually across various use cases. However, there are concerns around data security, ethics, and bias, with 81% of customers wanting a human to review and validate those generative AI outputs, as only 37% of customers trust the output. Gartner predicts that generative AI will increasingly impact enterprises over the next five years, with 40% of enterprise applications having embedded conversational AI by next year, and generative design AI automating 60% of the design effort for new websites and mobile apps by 2026. Forrester says generative AI will influence more jobs than it replaces, with jobs that are harder to automate being augmented rather than replaced. However, job losses to AI are still expected to climb from 9.3% to 30.4% by 2030, with office and administrative positions making up nearly half of all job losses. Companies that mentioned AI in earnings saw their stocks rise 4.6% on average, while those that didn't saw gains of nearly half that. The number of AI mentions in S&P 500 earnings calls has skyrocketed, with a 366% increase in Q2 2023 compared to the start of the year. Adobe saw the largest stock price gain of 38.2% following a mention of AI. NVIDIA also saw a 26.3% jump in share price, but veteran investor Rob Arnott called it a textbook story of a big market delusion. But let's make it more interesting. A study by Northeastern University's School of Business found that sometimes executives acting like AI during earnings calls can be good. The study compared executives' responses to those of AI chatbots and found that when executives give less robotic answers with more new information, the effect on the company's stock was more dramatic. 
However, when there was no new information, the AI's responses were similar to those of the executives. The study suggests that companies should have AI do the earnings calls when earnings are bad, but when earnings are good, executives should give more detailed answers. Oh, and the cherry on top there? Business Insider has a piece arguing that AI can replace the CEO, as they're not that useful anyway. Well, there is more. The article argues that CEOs are overpaid and often operate as figureheads with little responsibility or accountability. An AI model could give quicker answers, be in a continual state of self-improvement, take feedback instantly, and deliver the same kind of operational efficiency for which the current CEOs are paid millions of dollars a year. Why do we care? There's a delightful irony that AI could replace the CEO's job. Now, I agree with Forrester that it's more about influence. That CEO quip is really about how that influence would work, particularly as you consider earnings calls. The money is flowing into the space, which should tell us all something, that there's at least the projection and guess that it will be valuable. The connection on stock value both shows the hype and potential value. Now, I'm an optimist here, but now we need to make it practical, right? Well, I have that for you next. So what are the more exciting use cases? The Internal Revenue Service plans to use artificial intelligence to audit 75 of the largest partnerships in the United States, each with an average of $10 billion in assets by the end of September. The AI will help identify patterns and trends that were previously undetectable, and the IRS will also assign dozens of revenue officers to the same task. The program will target individuals with reported incomes above $1 million who have more than $250,000 in recognized tax debt and will expand its focus on digital assets. The IRS began experimenting with AI for general income tax accounting in 2021 and introduced voice and chatbots to assist taxpayers. An AI tool developed by researchers at the University of Rochester can assess the severity of Parkinson's disease and outperform primary care physicians. Patients can participate from home by tapping their fingers in front of a webcam, and the AI model generates computational metrics to assess the severity of tremors. While expert neurologists outperform the AI model, it significantly outperformed primary care physicians, highlighting its potential in primary care settings and improving healthcare access and equity. An AI-driven brain implant has allowed a stroke survivor with locked-in syndrome to speak again after nearly 20 years. The implant uses AI to decode the woman's brain signals while she tries to speak and then synthesizes speech and facial expressions using a computer-generated avatar. The researchers behind the project claim that this is the first successful use of neurotechnology to synthesize speech and facial expressions from brain signals in a patient with locked-in syndrome. Microsoft is partnering with digital pathology provider Page to create the world's largest image-based AI model for identifying cancer. The model is being trained on billions of images and can identify common and rare cancers. Page has been digitizing the pathologist's workflow to improve accuracy and efficiency within the specialty. 
The AI model will help solve the storage problem for health systems and help pathologists work through cases and arrive at a diagnosis more quickly. Why do we care? The IRS uses AI as intended. Take complex problems and make your existing teams more capable by leveraging the tech. I love it. Healthcare 2. Take specialized information and make it available more broadly, particularly in helping primary care physicians get to diagnosis more quickly. I'm trying to pull far less hype-driven examples in my coverage to frame the conversation. These are examples where you can tie quickly to business and direct human outcomes. We like outcome-driven solutions. A recent appeals court ruling partially overturned a district court injunction that limited communication between federal agencies and social media platforms for the purpose of countering misinformation and disinformation. The ruling eases restrictions for some agencies, including the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, but not for others, such as the FBI. The FBI and some officials are still subject to a modified injunction that prohibits efforts to coerce or significantly encourage social media companies to remove, delete, suppress, or reduce posted content containing protected free speech. Why do we care? CSIC gets a pass on their communication with social media companies. That's an important detail that should boost the security community. Why? attempts to convince, not attempts to coerce, per the ruling. The importance of the distinction between convincing and coercing cannot be overstated. It emphasizes the agency's advisory role rather than authoritative one. CISA's efforts are aimed at collaborating with businesses to bolster security measures voluntarily rather than imposing them. This approach reflects a more consultative stance where the goal is to educate and guide rather than mandate. CISA is both less limited and less able to enforce. They have to convince businesses to take their recommendations too, rather than have that true ability to enforce. That's meant as a statement of fact, not a judgment. Partner Hero is an outsourcing company that goes beyond industry norms to prioritize employee empowerment, career growth, and quality performance. They pay above market salaries and have a management team that includes individuals from the startup world, making them more than just a service provider. They're also a thought partner for startups. With flexible terms to let you scale quickly and offices around the world for global coverage, you get a thought partner for your business with quality assurance baked into every program. You know I believe in outsourcing. It's what IT services is all about. If you're ready to bring in outside customer support help for your startup that feels like it's part of your existing team, check out Partner Hero. Head on over to partnerhero.com slash business of tech to book a free consultation with their solutions team. Mention you heard about Partner Hero from business of tech and they'll waive the setup fee. Thanks for listening. Well, on September 11th, it's no news is good news day. So let's take it. I will talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. 
If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.